Hello and welcome to the Camping Crew Podcast with Chris and Aaron. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 185 of the Camping Crew Podcast. I'm Aaron Birchall. And I'm Chris Byrne. As always, it's meant to be a fun podcast. We're just enthusiasts in what we discuss on the podcast are just our own personal views, although we do look into things that you ask us to look into. If you'd like to support the podcast and if you can afford to, you can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash the camping crew. I want to say a big thank you to Anne this week. Uh, she sent the message. Thank you for the great podcast. Aaron and Chris love listening and watching the videos. Much appreciated. We actually have a, a question from Anne coming right up now soon. And also a big thanks to Liam Kay for his contribution this week. Thank you, guys. Well, to say no news is good news. So that's good news. But we do have a good <laughs> news story online chatter. Yeah, there's a lot of posts going up there uh, over the weekend. Uh, I think it was over the weekend there. There was a, a, a camper for over the weekend in Cork and thankfully uh, all the humans made it out safely. And big thank you and well done to the Cork fire crew who rescued a dog from the camper as well. I think they did some res- resuscitation there. So fantastic work there that everybody uh, is doing well after it. Well done to all of the emergency services that attend, be it fires or accidents or anything. And you know what? The mountain rescue guys as well, because I've seen a couple of stories on different uh, media groups about people getting stuck up the mountains where the weather changed. So those people like that, the Cork Fire Crew for rescuing that dog from the camper fire. Well done to all the, the emergency services and rescue services who do a great job. Listeners and messages, we mentioned Anne. I'll read out Anne's email. It's a, a good one. She says... Hi, Aaron Chris. Uh, bought an old Heimer a few months ago. Very long story, but it's taken me months to get it ready. The usual uh, problems with damp and uh, soaking wet parts, the gas not working, etc. Uh, I'm a total newbie, so it's been a very steep learning curve. I have done stuff I would never have imagined I could do. Uh, love doing most, love doing it most of the time. Other days, wanted just to, to set it on fire. <laughs> Anyway, uh, listening to the podcast, watching Charlie Me videos have been a joy and inspired me to keep going. I'm heading off to Connemara tomorrow on my first trip and can't wait, but also slightly nervous. So I would imagine by the time we're listening to this, um, uh, hopefully it, it went well and this is the start of uh, many more. And uh, we have to get some stickers uh, on the way out to Anne, so she should have those soon as well. She said she wants to be in our gang. Well, welcome to the gang. Welcome to the home of... of uh motorhoming group and I hope you did have a first trip and hopefully you will have many many more and don't become one of these fair weather campers take it out <laughs> now that you've got the leaks fixed and all the damp fixed take it out in all weathers and it's a different experience every time man you know and I think uh, total credit to Anne for taking on all of that work and you know fixing the majority of it ourselves or getting it sorted it is very daunting task when you come across problems like that now you know uh you got an email from michael c as well during the week yeah it's just hi guys love listening to the podcast and wanted to ask something we were in eastky beach uh, in mayo at the weekend uh while camping as we've done many times uh, we were with about 10 other vans parked along the roadside of the beach about 2 a.m a few lads decided it would be fun to start banging and rocking our van that uh, they're the same to our neighbors but he was a uh, in an older converted transit so they pushed in his side window completely needless to say it was a shock and a disappointment but everyone was okay apart from that there was a small party uh, with a group at the end of the road so maybe maybe not uh, some of the attendees uh, there might have had drink on board but somebody was sober as there were 
they were driving as well. My question is, have many of your listeners experienced this? And is there an increase in this type of behaviour? Keep on trucking. Regards, Michael. I it's love, an interesting one there, Aaron, isn't it? Yeah, I love the way he says keep on trucking because, you know, I'm not into wild camping. And to be honest, usually if I do see a group of campers, I will wild camp there. And I think I've only done it twice in all the years. However, when I was a truck driver, I stayed in Salt Hill. We had an overnight delivery. And because of the hours of driving, I had to stay over. And it was a Saturday night. And the feckers coming out of the nightclub decided to rock the crap out of a big 40-foot truck and bang on the door. And it's just when I saw Michael's keep on trucking. That's the only bit of wildness that I had trouble with. I just don't like wild camping for that reason and that reason alone. Yeah, I've seen similar posts over the years. People have problems. You see or hear a lot of it um, in some of the, the UK YouTube channels talk about it as well. And, you know, it's not exclusive to the UK. I've seen it pop up in a Irish place as well. I suppose it probably tends to be in more popular places and it's probably just because they're bigger numbers. But, you know, you, you do often get people out in cars late at night doing their donuts and whatever else they do and just up to a bit of divilment. And hopefully that's all it is. But I, I don't think it's a rising. I think it's it's it happens rarely, but yeah. I think it's always been happening. Yeah. And the only thing is, when it does happen, you'll read about it quite a lot on social media where you don't hear about the had a wonderful time down in 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 Eski on the beach. You know, you'll hear the the yeah. boy racer stories. Well, but you know what, Michael, let's put it out there because we we don't get many negative stories like that in fairness on the podcast. So maybe there are one or two people who have experienced what Michael has experienced somewhere in the country or whilst holidaying somewhere else. Let us know your stories just so we can let Michael know, look, you're not alone. But no, I don't think it's a regular, a a, a very regular occurrence in Ireland. One thing uh, which is uh, is common advice, you know, if you are wild camping, park, you know, you're obviously parked with lots of campers and you've parked there before. But, you know, I suppose always leave your van in a position that you can move it quickly if you need to, you know, um, I, don't I think that's the else. number one rule. Find a spot, and I think I've said it before, if it feels good or you have a bit of a gut feeling, go with your gut. And if it does, if, if it looks beautiful, but you just, there's something about it, move on. Or at least be in a position for a quick getaway. Yeah. Safe, quick getaway. That's it. So look, it's uh, worth putting it out. Uh, experience. Is it something that's on the rise? Certainly, I don't see a whole lot of chatter, uh, you know, say on Facebook and Often about it. it, time to time you do see it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it could have been just one of those nights. I'm sure it happens everywhere, yeah. the odd time. Uh, Kat the Man was on with a question about gas on campsitereview.com. You know, that's our sister state, their sister website. We'll tell you more about that later on. He goes on to say, I have a Fiat Ducato motorhome that I bought over a year ago. And it came with the usual yellow gas cylinders fitted in it and one spare. I have a small problem that when I get to a site, I have to take the cylinder out to put the cap on and open it up. And then when I try to fit it back into the gas compartment, it's pretty tight. It's very, very tight fit. On one occasion, it was raining. So I left the cylinder outside of the gas compartment connected to the motorhome. And a fellow motorhome owner said to me that I was using the wrong type of gas cylinder. He reckoned that I should be using the red cylinder and he said to me by using the yellow one, it would burn out the jets on my cooker and it could also damage the water heater. 
I was in Charles camping a few weeks back getting a new skylight and a toilet cassette when I noticed that they had yellow, red and blue gas cylinders for sale. I asked him if there was any specific one to use on a motorhome and should I be using the red one. He told me there was no significant difference and that he wasn't aware of any potential damage to the gas jets. Just wondering what other members thought about this. And has anyone got specific experience, good or bad, with using different cylinders? That's on campsitereview.com. It's a forum that we have. Now, I got back to Cat the Man because I've done a survey on the yellow. I've been using yellow cylinders since day one, and I think where the Heimer is our 11th van. So I wrote back to Cat the Man on the forum and said, the fellow camper was slightly over-exaggerating. I have used yellow gas cylinders on every camper van, and I'm on my 11th. And I have never had a problem with the jets or heating going faulty. I only recently changed to the red bottles for the following reason. The red burns hotter, cooks faster and doesn't freeze at low temperatures like the yellow one. However, you do need a different type of regulator that has to be fitted to the surface of your gas locker. Now, this has made it really tight for me changing the gas bottles. I still carry two bottles in the locker. But you also need a big spanner because it's not a regulator. It's just a bolt that anti-clockwise screws onto the gas. So you will need to carry a 33 mil spanner, which I had problems actually getting. And when I did get one, it cost me 30 quid. So that's what I said back to him. I did a survey on the red and the yellow gas. We were camping in Tree Grove and a friend of mine, Susie, and her husband, Joe, were staying in the B-Bow and myself and Deirdre were in the Heimer. And we both put on five sausages at the same time. He was nearly finished eating his sausages by the time Mike cooked. So the red is the red is propane and the yellow is butane. Yeah. Yeah. The red does burn faster. It does burn hotter. So I have swapped over to the red on the Heimer, but it's nothing to do with I've never had faulty jets or anything to do with my heating of the fridge burning bad. I know the yellow, I think, is dirtier. Uh, maybe because the other one just burns hotter, yeah. so it burns off more impurities. A couple of the motorhome repair places that I've used over the years had mentioned that it was just, it burns more efficient and cleaner in terms of, say, for example, your fridge, the, the soot build up or, or yeah. just would be lessened. Uh, you know, it, it wouldn't need, uh, the servicing wouldn't be as bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. each time it, it's done, but look, that's different uh, I'm definitely not a gas expert that's what i recall somebody saying so i think it's just a it's maybe just a, a more efficient i do remember dropping the the heimer in for a, a service like when i we have it five years now and i probably only had it a year and i do remember pat horan saying to me why are you burning yellow gas and i said because that's what you feckin sold the van with and he went oh we normally change it and i still said no look leave it Leave well enough alone. Now, I did get a change when I sold the B-Bar because I had red gas. Now, I sold the B-Bar with a bottle of gas, but I had a red bottle and then it was going in for a service. And I said, oh, here, while you're there. But the new regulator, you know the way in the yellow gas, the regulator clips onto the bottle. Yeah. This regulator for the red is, is mounted. It, it's to be on a wall high or on the roof. And you know how tight our gas lockers are. Yeah. Now, I carry two bottles and I only actually changed one on Saturday. So it can be tight but it still works it still works perfect and safe yeah i added service recently as well the, the gas side of it um got some work done on the fridge and um you know they changed the piping the connection you know because mm-hmm. there's, there's a, a service life on the the pipe that goes yeah. to the gas bottle and that was replaced and it's actually shorter than the previous one so now i have to 
to do some contortion work yes, to get yes, in there and to get it in. unscrew the, 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 the And gas are you pump. on red? I'm on red, yeah. yeah I started yeah. originally for about maybe six or seven years on the yellow and I was getting some service work done and the the guys there swapped it over to, from okay. yellow to red and um, when I went to collect it, okay, you're on red now, so I had to go and try and swap my yellow bottle for a red bottle. And yeah, yeah, and it's readily, it's as readily available as the yellow. It is as readily, you know, it's not, it's, it's well, I know my gas guy has 50, he carries Yeah, like, I suppose the bigger places would probably have it. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of garages that have it, but I, I wouldn't say it's available everywhere, you know. No, but Cat the Man, thank you for that. If you want to go on to campsitereview.com, click the forum and you'll see that question there. If you have something to say, maybe you've got an experience, do let us know. We will give you the contact details at the end of the podcast. After a good few weeks, we, we finally managed to, to, to get away camping ourselves, Aaron. <laughs> we made it down for annual pilgrimage to Uncampal, Chalk and Aragal uh, near Dingle, uh, down to Teepee down there and uh, we've been going there every year since we got the camper van and this year was no different. And would you believe it? The weather was actually great. For I was going to say it there. rained, but you were sending photographs of fabulous weather. Yeah, it was like the, the weekends were a, a bit dull and grey and some wet patches in it. But the midweek we were down there, we we're there for, for probably a full week, was just glorious yeah. yeah we headed off myself and charlie headed off saturday and sunday of the weekend just gone to um sextons for a review a revisit because they've made some changes that video will come up this friday morning and then we also headed to mountain forge escape just up the road on the far side of clonakilty that video will come up the following friday because again they've made the changes as well and we were blessed with the weather Saturday was a scorcher. In fact, I think I got burnt Saturday. Saturday night, it lashed out of the heavens from about 11 till 3 or 4 in the morning. And I was at the meeting, a couple with their young children, staying in a teepee. And my heart was going out to them. But he slept through it. He never even heard it. The next morning, I was talking to John and Deirdre. And John said, never even heard it. Deirdre was saying it rained all night and it was windy. But they had a blast. And then... Saturday cleared up beautiful and we went, uh, Sunday cleared up beautiful and we stayed in Mountain Forge and again met a load of people there. A lot of French people in Clonakilty this weekend on both sites and that's great to see. In fact, today I was in Clamel and I, I always take a spin down to the new air and there was two Irish fans and two French fans. So it's great to see people still coming in. It's great to see that new air being used. But Sexton's, we might as well get on to Charlie and me this week, Sexton's will be this Friday. And the following Friday will be Mountain Forge Escape in West Cork. Yeah, looking forward to it. I haven't been to Sexton's the last time we were down that way. We stayed in Desert House, I believe. Um, but That's definitely on the want, roundabout, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely want to try Mountain Forge Escape and Sexton's uh, as well, maybe on another visit. Mountain Forge Escape is a 10 minute drive from five beaches, including Inchidani, which is voted one of the best beaches in Ireland. Now, you know me, I never left the campsite. But from the drone footage, you can see three of the beaches. But I'm just saying for people who do like to go off on the bikes or whatever, uh, one of the beautiful things about Mountain Forge is you're right beside so many beaches. Uh, We had a video on Charlie and me on YouTube this morning. It was part two of a questions and answers. Part one, I think, was way back in July. Uh, Went well. Good viewing so far. If you have any questions for that, the details come up at the end of the video. If you've got a questions for for a Q&A video we'll do another one again possibly before Christmas yeah we were um we were talking on the last podcast about um I was asking for recommendations for a lightweight hiking tent oh yeah 
Yes, I managed to pick one up anyway. I spotted a, a good deal. Uh, it'd be more about that maybe in a future uh, podcast. Still like to to hear about any listeners' experience with it with 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 ones though and share it uh, as well. But as part of that kind of kit that I was getting for the, the hiking camping, um, I picked up a, a camping stove that would that packs away into a tiny, neat little package. And I was just thinking anybody with a a tea tree or a small mm. camper now that are looking to kind of save on space, because I know space is a premium, you know, the smaller your van is, the more, the less space you have to, to play with. So this, this little gas stove that fits the, um, um, it fits the, the the longer gas bottles, you know, the ones that go into those little briefcase cookers that you get mm-hmm. in Halfords and, um and the likes the taller ones it fits those but it also fits onto the the little smaller twist on camping as so you have a, a a choice of two different connections um i got it on amazon it's called a cozy cozy one camping stove that's c-o-z-y s-w-a-n camping stove what i'll do is i'll, I'll share a um I'll share a, a link on, on our Twitter, and if anybody wants specific details, they can message me. Like at the moment on Amazon, it's seventeen euros thirty-eight at the moment, so there's a, a, a special offer on it. Um, but this thing boils really, really fast. But it, the beauty of it, it just packs tiny, and when you take it out, it all opens out. It, it springs out from everywhere. But I would say if you're going to use it, you might want to buy one of the windbreakers to go around it. Right. Is there a specific windbreaker you can buy or just, no, just buy a windbreaker? Yeah, just buy anyone, you make. know. Yeah, I got one previously before for that goes around the briefcase ones that we use camping and it's big enough to go around that. So it'll certainly work with this yoke. But the beauty of it is you have different options for different gas bottles and it just connects up um, super easy and it burns, it cooks really fast. It's, it's very high powered as well. So boiling one litre of water takes pr- approximately three minutes. Which to me that's really fast as well, yeah. like you know, the fact that it um it packs away so neat. So look, just a, a little tip for anyone looking for a, a smaller cooking solution for a camper. Now I know a lot of campers would have to fix cookers. Mm-hmm. But even for maybe somebody with a roof tent, this might be ideal as well, where the, the space is limited, you know. And speaking of roof tents, have you seen how many are on the road this year? I'd say I pass hundreds of them travelling around Same. whether in the car and the camper and even down in the campsite in Kerry, there was seven or eight of them had, yeah. had come in and people camping out of them. They just look fabulous. It's great to see kind of all the different options people have to go yes. camping. You don't have yes. to spend an absolute fortune on top of the range camper van. There are other options as well, you know. That guy, Dave, must be making a flipping fortune. <laughs> <laughs> and a good mix of different yeah. um, Different, different types makes. as well, you know. A lot of the, I think the the tent boxes is, is, is probably one of the main ones. I think Dave used to do, or is still. No, he still is. He's he's actually now the agent in Ireland. So well done, well done. There's a chap here who owns our local local bicycle shop who drives a big um, Fiat Ducato van, and he has one from Dave on the roof of his. So like they're not just suitable for cars. And the ladder, if you remember, we had one on the roof of the Jeep, but the ladder actually reaches the ground from the roof of a van. So if you have a transit or an equivalent high high roof van like that, well, his is a standard roof transit van. They're ideal, absolutely ideal, but they seem to be on every single campsite in Ireland this year. Yeah, very popular. What I've seen online in a couple of videos as well is some people um, put them onto trailers. They mount them onto trailers. Mm -hmm. So because, you know, they might 
might be physically challenged, mightn't be able to to get up that high. So yeah. having it on a trailer, it's low down, it's more accessible as well. So and it's just like a roof box, there. so you can still open the trailer, yeah. get your stuff out of the trailer, and then when you open up the tent, they're brilliant. And it is, it's great. It's just the as we were only away for the Saturday and Sunday, but we're away the weekend before that, and it's great to see so many people still out and about because the weather, let's face it, has been brutal. Tenters, I was talking to Elaine now in sextons and she was saying that their tent numbers are definitely down this year with the weather uh, they had obviously fabulous oh, tents for so, two yeah. weeks we were out but she said in general connor up in mountain forge said in general business has been good not as good as last year because the weather has been so brutal but he was saying it's mainly tent numbers that are down but what i do and i would like to see is less campsites banning tents because it seems to be coming up more and more on social media such and such have stopped doing tents now i know the aforementioned sections of mountain forge are have no intentions of stopping doing tents and that's great to see and it's something that i notice we're mentioning more on the charlie and me videos that if they do do tents they say by the way tents are in here yeah what i spotted on, on a few campsites this year as well is um some of the campsites they used to have a a, a lot of tents have downsized the number of tent pitches they have. They've actually put in more hard stands for the campers. But, so, but are still you know, taking tents. But still ta yeah. still taking tents, yeah. But uh, I think uh, it's probably easier for them, I suppose, for want of a better word, for them to manage, you know, a, a touring caravan or, or motorhome on a campsite than the tents. I suppose particularly tents that maybe are down a long time where the, the ground gets damaged under them, you know. Well, that is it. Episode 186 of the Camping Crew Podcast. Can I remind you, we love to hear from you. Just please do get in touch about anything whatsoever that's related to camping, not just uh, motorhomes or campervans. We'll talk about caravans. A lot of people now as well asking questions about trailer tents. They seem to be on the up as well as the tent roof boxes. But look, if you've got a camping related question, please do get it to us. But of course, to do that, you need all of our contact details. Chris has them. Yeah, you can reach us on the web where the campingcrew.ie uh, by email it's campingcrewpodcast.gmail.com on twitter we're at the camping crew instagram you'll find us at the camping crew podcast facebook you'll see us posting in all good more home and camping groups and um we'd love to get a, an audio message we said every week if you if you're brave enough to pick up the phone record yourself asking a question we'd love to hear that aaron will work his magic and make you sound all wonderful won't you aaron well i do it with you chris Brilliant. Every week. Yeah, yeah. You should hear the, the original before Aaron smooths out all the, the edges. This is with all the edges smoothed out, by the way. <laughs> yes, this is, the, this yeah, is yeah. The, clean, the clean, smoothed out version. And don't forget, we have our campsitereview.com. There's a forum there. It's free and it always will be. You can log on there and just read or you can participate in some of the questions that are there. And on Fridays, Charlie and me on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash Charlie and me, our camping vlog. And we put the video reviews up there on Fridays. That is it. Another podcast done and dusted. If you see us on site, like so many of you do, please do call over and say hi from me, Aaron Virtual. Cab safe. Yeah, we hope you enjoy the podcast. And look, the schools are back this week as well. So there'll be lots of sunshine for the next few weeks. So I hope everyone gets the opportunity to, to make the most uh, of some extra camping. So if you're enjoying the, the podcast, please tell your camping friends all about us and, you know, like and su subscribe and share on social media for us. That'd be great. Thanks a lot. Well, that's it for another podcast from the camping crew. Thanks for listening and do join us again very soon. Safe camping.